Are you ready for a story in the book of Ruth that will make you blush? Well, buckle up because we have one. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. Today we're studying Ruth chapter 3 verses 1 through 13, one of the most provocative passages, not just in the book, but in the entire Bible. Naomi begins by bringing up the season and the setting. It's the end of the harvest and Boaz will be winnowing barley at the threshing floor. Boaz would join together with his other male workers and they would gather in all of their harvest. So here's what would take place. Gather up the harvest and they would have large animals walk over the grain and pound the grain, breaking and loosening the husk away from the seed. And in the evening and nighttime, they would take a pitchfork and they would toss all that into the air where the breeze would carry the husk away and leave the seeds. This was hard work, but it was also a time of celebration because the harvest was over and God's bounty had come in. And the men would eat and drink and be merry. And they would also spend the night with the grain because thieves would try and take advantage of the opportunity of stealing ready-made food. So Naomi tells Ruth, I want you to go to Boaz tonight. Take a shower, put on your best perfume, and take with you your blanket because you're going to be spending the night out there. And here's the plan. Sneak into the area without being seen. And after Boaz has eaten and had a glass of wine, his belly will be full and he'll fall asleep. Pay attention to which one is Boaz. Make sure you know exactly where he is. And when he is asleep, go to him and uncover his feet and then lie down beside him. After that, just wait to see what he says. Really? Is this really happening this way? Did what I think just happened really just happen? Am I reading the, the right book here? Those would probably be the thoughts on the original reader's mind at this point. What Naomi has just suggested for Ruth to do, and that which Ruth has agreed to do, comes with all sorts of possible shadiness. For one, it would have been common at the end of the harvest time and at the threshing floor that prostitutes would make themselves available to men who had just had enough to eat and too much to drink. So this looks awfully suspicious, doesn't it? Add to that that in the Bible, to uncover something oftentimes means to uncover nakedness. And that feet are routinely used as a metaphor for that. So uncover his feet and lie down next to him? How else are we supposed to read that? Is Naomi rushing ahead of God? Did she recognize what God was doing, but God was moving too slow, so Naomi suggested this plan? Not only that, but Ruth is at risk. The threshing floor was the place where bands of rebels would attack in order to steal the threshed grain. It was the place of rowdy men, and here Ruth goes sneaking around. But Ruth obeys. She gets cleaned up, splashes on some perfume, and puts on her cloak just as Naomi said. She makes her way to the place where the men were eating and threshing. She, she stays just out of sight, hiding behind a bush, her eyes fixed on Boaz. And there he is, celebrating with his workers, enjoying a meal, talking about all the events that had taken place over the last two months, how God had blessed them with the rain at just the right time to produce such an abundant harvest. They were talking about the camel races and sharing joys and struggles about home life. And then Boaz says, Fellas, I think I'm going to call it a night. I'm going to go down to the end of the stack of grain and set up my bed there. So Ruth watches him. She watches him stretch out his blanket. She watches him give one long stretch and then lie down. 
She watches him toss and turn for hours until finally, around midnight, he is perfectly still, and everyone else at the threshing floor is as well. The only sounds are the heavy slumbers of grown men and the wind blowing down the hills. So she tiptoes out of hiding, and then kneeling down at Boaz's feet, she reaches for the end of his blanket and gently pulls it up over his knees, and then she lies down, eyes wide open, waiting. But nothing happens. There she is, still waiting. A brisk breeze falls down the hillside, stirring up some of the grain, and all of a sudden, Boaz shivers. He wakes up enough to reach down and throw the covers back over his feet, but he senses something. And in the darkness, he realizes someone is there, but not just anyone. He can smell the perfume, and he says, Who are you? Why does the narrator take us down the path of suspicion and intrigue and suspense? Why does the narrator leave us hanging as to why Naomi has given Ruth those particular instructions? Well, the reason is so that we would be on the edge of our seats for this moment right here. Will Boaz view Ruth as some harlot and reject her? Will Boaz try to take advantage of the situation? What is going to happen? Because in verses 1 through 5, we were not told how Ruth was to respond except for he will tell you what to do. So pay attention right here because this is the whole point of the narrative. Ruth says, I am Ruth, your servant. Spread your wings over your servant for you are a redeemer. And what she has just said to Boaz is this, I'm ready to marry you. Are you ready to marry me? She has made her interest and her family's interest known to Boaz. And she's done it in a way that Boaz would never forget and in a way that did not embarrass a humble and modest Boaz. To spread your wings over someone was a way of proposing marriage. In that culture, in a wedding ceremony, the husband would often symbolically put his mantle over his new wife. And the word for wings can also be translated the corner of your garment. So Ruth is asking for his lifelong protection and care. So now let's see how Boaz responds. He says, May you be blessed by the Lord, my daughter. You have made this last kindness greater than the first in that you have not gone after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you ask, for my fellow townsmen know that you are a worthy woman. Have you noticed that every time Boaz speaks, Blessing and generosity come pouring out of his mouth. And he tells Ruth that your steadfast love is incredible. Your commitment to your mother-in-law and your commitment to God's covenant is unbelievable. You have not chased after other men in your time of desperation, even though you could have. But you didn't. You waited for me. You waited for the Lord's timing and direction. What an incredible kindness you have shown me. And yes, Yes, I will marry you because you have made it abundantly evident that you are a woman of integrity and everyone sees it. And we would think that this might be a good place to have a wedding and end the book. But alas, there is more drama to be had. God has more in store for this soon-to-be couple, so you've got to come back tomorrow. Today, please pray for Kendra Barnett, one of our missionaries in Romania. And also remember the Chaga Life Word broadcast that's heard in Tanzania.